Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the Juhu Roadshow, and Happy New Year. 2018. 2018. It is 2018, and you are listening to the Juhu Roadshow. Um, we're going to continue talking. Um, last week, uh, I was visiting with my old boss and, and great friend, Scott Micklin, and we're going to continue that. Um, and we're going to... We got a Thanks few... for bringing me back. Oh, you're Thanks welcome. Thanks for sending the limo to pick me up again this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. that. I'm not going to make yeah. any comments on okay. that. But, um, we're going to continue talking about our days at KOBF. And um, so we got a, a few more funny stories for you. But then I'm going to talk about some some of the bigger stories that yeah. we covered. Right. Um, but... Uh, y- Y2K. Y2K. That was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember all of us in the newsroom that night waiting yeah, for that to, to go down. Yeah, had, that was an edict because no one knew what was going to happen. And we have a lot of, in Farmington, New Mexico, everybody, we had two big, we still do, power plants providing a lot of energy to the rest of the region in the southwest. And so they thought, gosh, if anything happens and, and the lights go off, it's all going to be the fault of these power plants. And so we need yeah. to have a crew up there ready to go when the lights go out. And, of course, they didn't. Yeah, but it was still, I mean, it was an interesting, it was definitely an interesting time. It, it was. To... to it was. See what might happen. I mean, we well, did. Well, if you recall, we went to a nightclub to cover the the story. We did afterwards. Yes, with the crew. We went with the camera. You were you were my camera guy. Oh yeah. And we went into the nightclub, and you were actually like when they assigned us like our own bouncer, so nobody would try to like mess with you <laughs> and, and the camera and me as we were going through just interviewing people about you know the new year and Y two K, and they were out partying and celebrating. Right. Do you remember that? I don't. Oh. Well, okay. but, but I I have to admit, like, I have a hard time remembering something, so. I see. Okay. I apologize for that. That's okay. Um, concussions, man. I understand. CTE is real. Right. Um, I, what, where did we go? We went to, I think it was Gators. Gators. Bar was and Grill. It was on Main Street by Sullivan. I do remember that now. Remember it now? Uh, vaguely. Yeah. And it was after midnight because we had to wait. Because we I, re- I, I we remember were, all of us in the newsroom up to that point. We were on the roof. We had a live shot set up on the roof of the station. That's right. Looking out over okay. the lights of the city. And then once nothing happened at midnight, we were like, oh, well, I guess we should go cover New Year's then. Yep. I remember that now. And that's what we did. I, I do. Yeah. I, I have a hard time remembering things. But I was so that they assigned us our own bouncer so that nobody would like mess with you. Uh, people were already pretty wasted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so at Gators. And then having a camera in there. Yeah. And then being on television. Right. That's one thing about being on television is people think they just somehow assume this freedom that they yes. can do and say. But, you know, I can kind of understand that. Sure. And because I and I don't think people realize this, you know, like for me, when I was on in the mornings and you're on in the evening. Right. Similar situations. People are a lot of times they're laying in bed watching you. Right. So they're watching, you know, the morning show while they're having their coffee or whatever. They're going to bed watching you and the news. Right. And there's this subconscious um, level of comfort because you're with them sure. in their bedroom, in their comfort. And so they feel this freedom to come say and do whatever they want. And well, mo- like you're a friend or a family member or yeah, something. Like yeah, like they know right. you. Right. And, and, you know, 95% of the time it's complimentary right. and it's friendly. Yes. And then there are other times where they just – it's like, I did you really think that was going to go over well? <laughs> right. You know, saying that or right. doing that or – yeah. Um, so, you know, even when Lance was a baby, I mean, people were, I remember a woman coming up and trying to give him some, some food at the store and I'm like, Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Ooh. You know? And yeah. she's like, Oh, it's Lance. I'm like, no, you can't do right. that. Oops. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, I think that's a little different even today. And I know we're not talking about journalism yet. Right. Um, but you know, now that everybody and their 
brother can be on camera um, and and stream live thanks to Facebook and social media and things like that. I think right. it's a little different than it was back then when being on TV was a little bit more of a, a special deal. thing. Yeah, it was a big deal. And saying hi to your friends or hi mom or whatever it right. was. So yeah, that's a good point. That's a very valid point. So anyway. because that has changed the landscape yeah. quite a bit. But we want to talk about our fun, our big stories. Yeah. So right? so just a, a, another funny story that I do feel like I need to share with oh, these guys, and okay. then we'll talk about. Uh, All right. But um, right after. Um, right after Abby was born, right after my daughter was born, um, their their mother was about to graduate. And, and um, one of the benefits of being um, a newscaster is that you can you can talk to people in car dealerships and things like that. And I spoke to a car dealership and said, hey, this is happening. Can I borrow a cool car for the weekend? Right. And they Very let nice. me. Yeah. yeah, they they let me. They trust me. They let me. Right. And I got this Audi TT convertible. Do you remember that? Vaguely. I can I can I can see that you're struggling to remember yeah, it. Vaguely. So it was this unbelievable car. Super cool, super fast car. And I went to work, I took it to the station, I was so excited to yeah, show it. He took it to the station. Yeah. Yeah, mistake number one. Right. And by that time Williams was gone. It was was it Lee Hockey or was it Williams? It was Randy Simon. It was Randy Simon. See, I always mix Randy Simon and Lee. They're basically twins in a way. They weird kind way. of are. Yeah. That's true. So Randy Simon. Uh, was a sports, sports, sports guy. Sports. So yeah. I have this car. It's the Friday before this graduation and all this stuff. Right. And um, I go into work with this car to show my friends because they're my friends, my buddies that I trust. And, you know, we were we were there. It was kind of in between uh, the six and the ten. And as we said, stories come up, right. new stories come up. And so Scott asked me to go on this story um, that was quite some distance away, which I didn't really make a lot of sense to me because we didn't typically cover things like that. But it was something going on that was important to go cover. I remember, oh, I remember yeah. that. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it was. <laughs> and so um, I go and, and he I... Went and Justin went, you know, to his what, credit. Yeah, and I went he does, quite, you know. so, quite a long ways away yes. to cover this story and came back, and I don't even think it was used. Uh, and then I get the story, it. The story was used. Always what? used it. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, okay. I'm well, sure. thanks for at least giving me that. Yeah, we did use the story. Um, but uh, I get in my Audi, and of course, because I trust my friend so much. No, not- wait. Can I add one more little oh, bit to do. this? Please do. Please do. As Justin was going out on, on this story, um, he left the keys to <laughs> this very expensive, not owned by Justin Carr yeah, on his desk. Yeah, someone else had trusted me with. On his desk. Yeah. Okay, there. Mistake number two. There, I'm just going to, that just wanted, <laughs> yeah. that was an important part of this, I think. So, so I come back and, and, you know, give Scott the story, do my job. Right. That, uh, you know, I did so willingly. And um, then I go to get in the vehicle and lots of things have changed about the car. Um, it doesn't quite feel right when I sit down. Um, it's jamming a radio station that I wouldn't typically jam because I was a big time metalhead at that particular time. But you had gotten us out there with you. We were like in the like crammed in the passenger seat and then I think the back of the car, right? To you wanted to show us the yeah, car because we because this is our first opportunity after the late news. Now everything. Well, yeah, because I'm sure down. you guys were working hard diligently. and diligently while yes, I was gone. Very much because that's what you always did. Of course, was work hard and diligently during the dinner break. Right. So. Um, so we're all paying close attention well, to we Justin. Well, we went for a little test drive. 
Yeah, yeah, we wanted to. Yeah, yeah, because because I wanted to show you guys the car, and you hadn't seen it yet. No, we hadn't seen it so, at all. Yeah, so I None take him us. around the block, and we go out and kind of drive it. You know, open it up a little bit, stretch its legs, and come back. It was a convertible, right? Yeah, it was a convertible. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was a convertible. Yeah. But you had to adjust the seat, I think. I did, and the one well, the radio station. And the radio was, station, but for you some know, strange I, reason. I mean, how, fancy car. How, I didn't know how those things worked. Maybe it had just, like a preset, right, or something. Yeah. So I didn't know how that you worked. Didn't know. So then, um, I actually believe it took, I think it was maybe 10 or 12 years after the fact, you did a little uh, Where Are They Now show here. Here, right, at the at KSJE, where yeah. we're recording this this podcast. Yeah, so that would have been about right. It had been about 10 years, because that was around 2003. And Okay, it's about 10 years after the fact, he does a Where Are They Now thing with the people that we used to work with. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize until I'm sitting here with Scott doing this where are they now show well you were listening in the in my office i think before you came on as a guest because oh, you had us on one at a time yeah you and, had us on and, one at a time and i was talking to to mr simon about this very story yeah so i was right? sitting in your office right? see i told you i, I apologize that's I, okay. I have a hard time sometimes that's right so yeah so i'm sitting in his office listening to this show when it i think you hadn't quite gotten to the to the point of the story when it started dawning on me Number one, how dumb I am for not realizing before. But anyways, my dear friends, my good friends who knew that I did not own this vehicle and that if anything happened to it, I would be responsible for it. And who also observed that I left the keys on the desk, decided that they would take the car. Well, why don't you go ahead and fill in the gap? Well, I, you know, we... we, Mr. Trustworthy? We were with... We were waiting to do the late news, and I, it was really one of those those moments when I looked at, at Randy, and he looked back at me, and almost no words had needed to be spoken, and, you know, we just grabbed the keys and went out and opened the door, and he got, we got in it, you know, like, wow, this is really nice, and <laughs> how nice of Justin to get this for his wife, and this is really a cool car, and, you know. And then we're like, well, let's see you know, if the top goes down, and we got the top down, like, wow, this is really nice, it's a beautiful night, let's just take it. For a little spin, you know, around the block, you know. Yeah. And so we uh, started it up, and wow, listen to that engine roar. Do you notice he's not saying, there's not any part of his part of the story where he says, maybe we shouldn't do this. That really wasn't, yeah, didn't come up. Your mind. It really didn't come up, no. And we thought, well, let's just take it down around the block a little bit. You know, Justin's on this other story. He's going to be gone for a while. So, nope, <laughs> a long while. No problem. And so we, we took it around the block, and then we're like, hey, why don't we go up on the on the Bistai, where the roads are straight and flat, and they go on for miles. Yeah, and miles where high and school miles. kids go to drag race. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't aware of that, but yeah. all right, yeah. all right. And so uh, we, and it's only a few minutes away from the station, so it's very convenient, you know, to just get up. Justin there real, won't mind. Real quick, and we got up there, <laughs> and and we just floored it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that that car could go. It could go. Yeah. And then I think I had to let Randy drive it back because he wanted <laughs> to try it too. And, uh, but yeah, and so we were talking about that with, uh, with Randy, um, and you had you'd not figured this out. Didn't dawn on we had taken the car. Because I trusted you. Out. I trusted you. I thought we. Foolishly. And, and of course, when Justin is showing us all these features of the car, and he's, and he's just confused as to how the radio station got changed and why the, why the, why his the feet seat. don't fit the pedal, but reach the pedals anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I forgot to move the seat back, darn it. And I don't, and I guess we just never admitted to you. Ever, ever would have thought right that you would have done something like that. I know, right. And so ten years later, Dicks. but yet he still comes back to talk to me, which mm-hmm. I appreciate. 
Yeah. I appreciate that. But that's a, that's the kind of environment that we had. Yeah. And it was a ton of fun. It was fun. And nothing we, happened to the car. The nothing car happened to the fine. car. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. And, and and you enjoyed it. You got to use it that weekend. Yeah, it was fun. You, and it, then we found out that that car dealership was actually stealing cars or well, doing something yeah, weird well, with cars. That's and so, right. Um, yeah, so I was yeah. probably driving a hot item, but Whoops. that's okay. Yeah. Neither here nor there. No. Statute of limitations. Good times. Um, but we also we also worked on some pretty serious stuff together. Yes, we did. And we had a lot yeah, of fun. Sure. I did I did an episode, which I'm also sure that you listened to, about what it was like to be in the newsroom on September 11th. Right. That was a very intense day. Yep. Um, well, and it was, and then, well, you know, it wasn't, it was intense for sure, but it I almost felt like we were kind of we had our hands tied behind our backs because because the bigger station KOB took er, took over if yeah. you remember and we didn't do a local newscast for like four five days, days, four days or four yeah. days and and we you know we wanted to do stories on our local community of how it was faring yeah. with this tragedy that happened to the to the yep. country and uh, I remember a few animated phone calls mm. um, to the news director wondering you know why we can't cover sure. our own stories why we have to have our audience watch. News from you know. Well, even KOB wasn't doing a 200 lot. 200 miles away. I mean, it not was too it much. Was not the first day for NBC sure. NBC. Yeah, the first couple days, of days, it yeah. was it was network. I I get that. But I think that's exactly the the term that I used was just we were helpless. We yeah. felt helpless, right? Because you know you do want number one you want to report on it, but number two you also need to report on it because there are people locally that you know trickle right. down were affected, right? Um, but it was a it was a very it was a very unique time to be in the newsroom and to be a part of that. True. Um, uh, another thing that you and I worked on together um, was we were contacted. I think you were probably contacted directly, but we did that thing for Dateline. Right. And there was, wasn't it the crash that they, they crashed their plane and then they got on a helicopter and then the helicopter crashed? Was that the one? Because we went north of Durango. Yeah. Well, there was a plane crash that they were retrieving. Is that the one you're talking about? Right. It's right. one where they were retrieving the plane. But if I remember right, that plane crashed first. Right. And then the helicopter kind of rescued those guys. And then the helicopter crashed. Maybe. Yeah. It was a guy from Kirtland. Maybe. Because yeah. he was on the Today Show eventually. Okay. Um, And so Scott and I were hired by Dateline. I think we were hired or we just, I can't remember if we got paid or not. I'm sure we did. Yeah. But uh, we went up to to north of Durango to do that. That's the coldest I've ever been. Yeah, it was freezing. I Like, I I literally was concerned about frostbite when we were shooting. I didn't even actually think the camera was going to work. That's how cold it was. Well, that's how bad the camera was. Yeah, and that's how (laughs) bad the camera was. (laughs) But it worked. Um, But yeah. But uh, yeah, that was that was a fun story. Well, I don't believe. Yeah, I don't think I dressed very well for that environment, as I remember. I think I had borrowed somebody's jacket. Yeah, like one of the one of the rescue crew guys' jackets or something. They had an yeah. extra jacket. It so. was it was freezing. Yeah, freezing cold up there. But that's what these networks do. You know, if they need footage from a specific area, a specific yeah. area, they don't fly their own crew and they just look for someone local to say, "Hey, well, we'll it's we'll, cost efficient. We'll pay you a little bit, go up and, yeah. and get us footage so we can use it in our story." But it was fun to be able to do that and then yeah. you know, see your stuff on Dateline. Right. Exactly. Um, I was trying to think there was another there was a another story that was really uh, a gripping thing to this area and that was the um, the uh, the shooting of the police officer in Cortez. Cortez. Sure. That oh, got yeah. big in a hurry. Yeah. That was a big story. Well, in the manhunt that, that, that then sued. came after that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, there was a, there, it was in Cortez, Colorado, and there was a, a police officer that had pulled somebody over, right? Right. And the driver shot and killed the officer. And then there was three guys, three guys in the vehicle. 
Yeah, and that I took, was that took off. It uh, that I mean that story kept us busy for like a month. Well, the manhunt kept it going the, yeah, for the, quite a while, and 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 crews were coming. People were law enforcement were coming in from all over, and it was, you know, it was again this this unique area that that we live in of you know federal land and state land, and there's reservation land from from Native American tribes and all this. Well, and not to mention the fact because it was up there, and and because of the manhunt, we were crossing into a, a number of different tribes. Correct, because we had the Southern Utes there, and then yep. we'd cross into the Navajo Nation, and they were trying to find these guys. That's right. Um, that's when I met Stuart Dyson for the first time. Very right. interesting cat. Yes, indeed. Um, but that was a national story. Right. That was a big deal. Right. So, um, you know, I remember this isn't the story's not funny, but I remember a year after, um, I remember a year after they found the body of the guy. Right. And the Daily Times headline was um, "Body of Survivalist Found." Right. And I thought, wow. He's not very good at that. No. <laughs> not very good as a survivalist. That's true. <laughs> They're finding his body. But, but that was the other mystery, and what kept the story going for so long was that I think they found one guy right away, or he killed himself. They f- no, they found one, and then the second one killed himself. Yeah, and then the third one was just out there forever, Missing. and they never knew. It. But, you know, and they were trying to, again, piece together what, what, why, how, you know, yeah. all those questions that you have about a story like this. And so... When they finally found the third guy, you know, because there was always these rumors, yeah. uh, even before social media, go figure, that, um, <laughs> you know, he got a raft and he, he, you know, found his way to Mexico. He, he rafted down the Colorado River. Yeah, it was almost like you, a, like know, a these... Alcatraz escape type right, thing. Like there know. was all kinds of conspiracies out there. Yeah. But the fact that he just died in a hole in the ground that he was living in for a while, I guess, is kind of what happened. Yeah. Was it that? Because I thought they found him. They found him like up against a tree. And it yeah well and he had uh, they figured he'd broken his ankle something like that and right. he couldn't he couldn't travel anymore so he eventually succumbed to every the starvation and everything something like that yeah I but that was that such a right. wild story man yeah but that uh, was several years later yeah yeah uh, and then the other the other really big story that comes to mind was the um, missionary ridge fire in Durango yes yeah, Colorado that, yeah that was a big yeah. deal and destroyed. Man, a lot of homes. I think there was a like few sixty homes. Yeah, I think, a few lives lost in that. Right, and uh, I remember that that took over. Um, there was one more big fire that uh, I was down in Roswell, and uh, I mean that's a, that's the hard part is you know you're trying to do your own thing in these in these um, satellite stations, and then you're really at the beck and call of these right mother stations. Right, that's a good term, mother stations. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sometimes it's a three-word term, but mother station works. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember, I'll tell you, uh, that KOB was so, and that's the mother station, was so desperate to get their live truck up here to cover, I believe it was the Missionary Ridge Fire, and their live truck broke down, and they paid to have it towed the 250 miles from Albuquerque to Durango to get it in place so that they could have live shots like the other two stations were doing. Right. What they, what they were trying to do on the cheap was to have people drive from Farmington, which is an hour drive, to get up there to get footage and then get back. And so they couldn't get the live pictures. Right. There was always a delay. Right. And so they towed their they towed their gigantic yeah. satellite truck up there. Yeah. No, of course, that cost more than the vehicle that we really needed to have worked on. Oh, yeah. You know, right. but at that particular time. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that The equipment is a whole... Whole, whole another other story. story. That's true. Yeah, uh, I, I I have to tell you a story that I'm not sure I've ever told you before. Okay, 
regarding uh, uh, what is the statute of limitations i don't know on criminal damage to oh property? dear well it's <laughs> so you remember neither of us worked there anymore so who you cares? remember we had the like the jeep cherokee yeah and then we had the old like maybe it was a jeep cherokee too but it was like the older square one okay so well, we had was like bronco at one time too maybe that was it we had maybe that was it but there was the square one and then there was the jeep but we there tried was, to have like four-wheel drive yeah. vehicle so we could get at least try to get to these stories yeah so there was there was a uh, a plane crash okay. uh, up it was kind of it was nor it was northeast of aztec and okay. they were trying to find the 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 wreckage and, right um so he sent me out there and and uh i picked uh picked a buddy up to go with me you know just to have somebody to help me watch while i'm driving you know right. probably shouldn't have a done non non-employee yeah, in the station probably vehicle shouldn't so have you done gotta that love either. that as a manager you gotta love that and yeah. uh we were driving and we we're trying to find this place and um there was a cattle guard and you know this okay. we were in the older vehicle yeah okay. it was already kind of beat up to begin sure. with right so i thought you know what'd be really fun is let's see if we can jump this cattle guard <laughs> Did I ever tell you about this? No. no. So, so um, I'm sure I would have remembered. Yeah. yeah. So, and 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 you have to understand this vehicle could fall apart at any second. Oh yeah. I mean, really, right. it really could. Because these were vehicles that would have maybe like 200,000 miles. Yeah. And they've been know, around. And they for were a while. hard miles. They were hard miles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So, um, drove up to the cattle guard. Yeah. Not completely to it, but just got an idea, mm-hmm. you know, and then backed up and started driving and jumped the cattle guard and did not realize that after the cattle guard, it was a hill. Oh, so we jumped the cattle guard and the ground disappeared from beneath us and just kind of went down. <laughs> and I'll never forget it. I looked over. I looked over at my buddy, which is your Uncle Nick. I looked over and we had a um, they bought cheap. They bought cheap sodas, you know, from like Sam's Club, the colas. Yeah, right. And he had brought a cola with him. Okay. And it was in the cup holder. Yeah. And for we, a while. Yeah. So it was like it was like you know one of those Judd Apatow movies, you know, the slow motion thing. And we're jumping. I look over at him, and there's this. As I'm looking at him, this cola floats up between us because there's no gravity in the vehicle. Nice, <laughs> weightless. And just kind of floats up in between us while I'm saying, you know, oh. Yeah. <laughs> And we land, you know, like it wasn't like an angle. It was like we went and then fell to the earth and then kind of skidded. And I was just waiting for like the doors to fall off and then the (laughs) wheels, you know, and then everything to fall apart. Right. Yeah. And I hanging on to the wheel and we're looking at each other like, oh, you know. This was before airbags, too. This is before. Thinking, right? Yeah, I think so. so. This is before seatbelts, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So get out and walk around and nothing. It was fine. Perfectly fine. Well, there you go. Perfectly fine. But it was a hell of a it was a hell of a jump. Wow. You would have been proud. Nice. Okay. Maybe not so much as an as a supervisor. Probably as my not. boss. Right. Yeah. But, but you would have been proud. Yeah. So And this was before GoPro cameras too, unfortunately. Oh yeah. 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 Or yeah. Because yeah, that yeah. would have been, awesome. been that would have been a big hit. Yeah. That'd have been viral. For yeah. Sure. It would have been. Um, so there's little stories okay. like that. Okay. But uh, speaking of being a supervisor, I have to ask you this. And, okay. I, and this is not a self serving question because there's a lot of people involved. All right. But what's it like for you to have been the news director for 17 years and then see what some of the people that have come through 
what they've gone on to do. Oh yeah, that's great. Because like you know, Shantae yeah. has done a fantastic job with her stuff. You know, right. I've done some stuff, and you know, what have you done? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But, a few but, things. And Matt, you know, of course. So what what's it like for you? I think it's great. I mean, it's been great to see what people have have gone on to do and to to say that I had maybe a small role in 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 some of that um, success, or at least we had those common. Um, you know, starting point of working mm. together at, uh, at at KOBF. It's it's been it's been great. It really has been. Yeah, nice to see. It's and like uh, I said. I think in in the last episode was I I finally got over the fact that you know of people leaving, of being mad about people leaving. I was more like when you left. I was I was kind of mad because you quit on my birthday. But other than that, <laughs> come over for dinner. Nice, I'm gonna nice quit. <laughs> yeah, that was really great. Okay. Other than probably that, could have done that a little yeah, differently. But, I you apologize know, but for no. that. But but to see people move on to do their dreams and do big, you know and have bigger and better opportunities because you know it finally dawned on me is like you know how happy are people going to be making seven dollars an hour or whatever the amount of pittance was yeah. to work this hard it, they're not going to want to stay forever it just isn't going to happen and once once I figured that out personally as a manager I could be more happy for people as they would leave for these better opportunities and and more more things that they were able to to do so i just once i figured that out i was a happier person well and you know i mean i get that because we had to you know we had to do that in roswell and hiring is not easy no and it was you know it was different back then because i remember uh i remember sitting down and you know you wouldn't obviously you'd make the decision on your own and with other administrators but Mm -hmm. you would ask for our opinion yeah because we have to work with these people right you know we're in the we're in the middle of it right um, and so we would sit and it was tape after tape. And when I say tape, I mean VHS. Yeah. You didn't email a, a, a resume a or link. a reel or no. a link. Um, it would, you'd have to make tape and it was tape after tape after tape. With stacks of them. And we'd have an opening in little Farmington, New Mexico. And people would be all amazed when I would tell them that we would get maybe 50 applications yeah. from all over the country for this one job earning, you know, $7 an hour or $8 an hour, whatever it is. Um, but people wanted their foot in the door of television to get into the business. It wasn't easy to get in. No. It wasn't. It, it, it probably still isn't. I would think that's probably true. Yeah. It, you know, it probably still isn't an easy job to Again, get into. Again, for full-time benefit job, that's what we're talking yeah. about. I mean, there's a lot of part-time jobs and freelance jobs, but this was full-time benefits, you know, willing to hire people with little to no experience. With opportunities to be on the air. Correct. And, and advance to be on the air more. Right. And, yeah, so, I mean... There was a there was a lot of applications coming in and and the turnover you know but you you this job has a tendency to to kind of chew people up and spit them out it does um, the industry I think the industry the more industry than just the job does. too yeah yeah um, yeah not just the reporting side of it but just no. the machine right and I'll be frank with you that's why I left mm-hmm. I left because the machine I felt was failing me I right. felt like I had done a very good job and had brought a lot of positivity and, and good things to the station. And I was seeing other people going up while I wasn't. And then I eventually learned why. And that I just, I was done corporate right. side of it. Yeah. But I loved, I loved the, the interaction and, you know, but being, you got into the storytelling part of it, obviously with your filmmaking now, I yeah. mean, that's what's crossed over. Well, that's what I great. took away from it. Mm-hmm. That's I, I love that storytelling part of it and that being involved. And I actually, in a, in a sense, I, I also I also took that part of it that I loved about engaging with the community, and I still do that. Sure. So I still like engage with the community on that social level with social media. So I got to keep the parts that I loved, right. which was telling the stories, um, and then engaging with people. But the corporate side of it, I don't miss in the slightest. Exactly. And so I'm glad for that. Right. But uh, um, it was it was such a it was a fantastic time, and and 
but you do have to admit when you kind of when we look in retrospect, there's a lot more people that don't that don't do it anymore. That's true. That than that do. That right, right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I you know, for for me, the people that come to my mind, like, well, Shantae's not even doing it anymore, but she, you know, mm-hmm. and she, we're going to be doing some shows with Shantae, and so you'll meet her. But, um, you know, Matt's still in the business. Matt Williams. Matt is Williams in, is, but he wasn't for a while. You know, he took a break. Oh, did he? You know, when he went to uh, California with his family, and then um, got back into it. Is he in Baton Rouge? Baton Rouge. Is that right? That's right. Um, exactly. And then like for our little crew in Roswell, right? Uh, which you know. Um, that was a fun experience in itself, but uh, Elizabeth Alvarez is still doing. I think she's in San Diego now. Mm-hmm. She went from uh, she went from El Paso to Albuquerque to Orlando to, and that's she just keeps growing. Right. So that's good. And right. then Ray Teus is still, I think, doing news in Phoenix. But that's about all I can think of that I that I know of that stayed in it. Right. So I don't know if you know of any, but um, let's see. I'm trying to think. You know, uh, folks that are still in it. That you know, uh, Matt Williams is one of them. Um, Renee Puckett, who was an early, before your time. Um, I remember the name. She though. was in uh, television in Milwaukee before retiring to raise her family. Mm. Um, but she's still not in it anymore. I'm trying to think. There's not, no, there's, yeah. not, there's not a lot. That's well, I will, I will say this. Um, there's probably a handful that it's a good thing. Well, that's <laughs> probably true, thing. too. Uh, I wonder. It does kind of self-regulate in that regard. I wonder where Joelle Audette is. If you're out there. Joelle, say hello to us. Say hello to us. In your, in your. Your special Duluth f bomb way. There you go. Say hello. Gosh, you could not keep from saying the f bomb. It was amazing. I oh loved my. her. She yeah. was great. Um, um, believe it or not. What? That's it, man. Oh man. Yeah, we could go on and on, but uh, we could. Um, we can't. So yeah, believe it or not, that's um, that's all we've got time for. But I, I do want to let you guys know that coming up this Friday on the Juhu Roadshow, we've got uh, Michael Davenport and Eddie Caldwell. Um, Dav and Eddie to the layperson. You know Dav. I do. Big, big yeah. Guy. Right. So Eddie Caldwell, they're both music supervisors. Cool. They're both out in LA. Right. They're both six seven. Nice. And they have breakfast every morning at the same place, and they they they're they're both doing the same thing. That's cool. And so it's great. I, I go out and I'm I'm out in LA, and I and uh, we we have Dav and Eddie. And we're just talking about music. In, in movies and TV and how that all works and some of our favorite movie moments right. that use music. Right. Do nice. You have, do you have any that come to mind, like songs and movies that just stick with you? Are you a big movie guy? Well, you know, I go to movies, but yeah. I don't know if I... Well, anyways. I don't really pick them apart like you do because you make them. Oh, well, that's true. But I mean, the one that comes to mind is just the, the Jaws theme because everyone knows oh, yeah. so when you hear that, yeah. you just, you know, you know what that means right so but that kind of stuff is what we discuss and with it's a much higher level conversation on the podcast coming up than that was (laughs) everybody um so that's coming up this friday but scott and i are gonna we're gonna come back around oh sometime in the near future um because we want to talk about the state of journalism and and where things are and and uh, how things have changed Uh, and it's going to be a bit more of a serious uh friday show but we definitely want to talk about that but um Dude, it's been great. I'm, yeah, thanks. I, we could probably we could do two or three more episodes like this. We could, um, and maybe we will sometime down the road. But maybe. Um, this has been fun. Yeah, and, and you get to open up a little bit. You always have to, you know, kind of do your thing here too. Right. So it's it's fun to get to just talk about this kind of thing and and uh, appreciate the role that you played in helping me get to where I am. So thank you for that and and the support that you always show. So um, thank you and thank yeah. you for quitting on my birthday. You're welcome. One more time. <laughs> one more dig. Yeah, how many podcasts have you listened to? 
Oh, there we I can't go. Remember. I have there so many favorites. I just can't even think <laughs> of my favorite most. What's your favorite one? You what know, was your it's favorite the one moment? you did with that guy. I love that one. About the thing. You guys oh, talked the, about the, the thing the for 30 minutes. The, yeah. 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 Oh, great show. That was hilarious. Great show. Those are actually an hour, but hilarious. thank you. Hilarious. Um, but uh, no, so it was great, man. It's good to see you and, and you, talk Justin. to you and, and having fun doing this. So um, so be sure and join us Friday for Davinetti. It's a great show um, uh, out of actually 25 Degrees is the name of the restaurant in Hollywood that we did that at. But those guys are so much fun. Uh, and then uh, if you want to support the show, it's patreon.com forward slash J-U-H-U-P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash juhu and we'll send you some cool swag for supporting the show you can also follow us on instagram at the juhu roadshow so that's going to do it happy new year everybody um have a fantastic week and an awesome day and we'll talk to you soon 